0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome, welcome to In the Barber Zone with your last event moment right here on Blog Talk Radio. You're tuned in to barberzoneradio.com. Thank you for joining us another day. We're here on another Wednesday. It's 10 p.m. Y'all, thank you for coming to the Barber Zone. Y'all, we've got a, we've got a real serious topic. Real serious topic. Um, we're going to be talking about our mental health brothers. That's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about our mental health. But before we go into that, y'all, yo, thank you for joining us. We're here. You're in the Barber Zone. Chavez Moment. com. You can listen in on your cell phone, tablet, laptop, computer, however you like to. Or you can call in. Number six five seven three eight three zero seven nine zero. Again. 657-383-0790 let me know uh, if you want to say something you want to tap into this topic that we got tonight simply press 1 and then let me know that um you're ready to say something and I'll I'll get you on the show but first we're going to have uh we're going to have a a, a somewhat of an expert um anytime you do your job in a specific field and that's what you get paid for daily you're, you're kind of like an expert. You don't have, really have to have a degree with all the letters behind your name, but if, if that's what you do daily and you do it well and you do it with all your heart and soul, you're, you're expert at some point. So, But we do, we're do. we going to have a brother, um, Brother Bernard Williams. y'all. He's the um, Suicide Convention Coordinator at the VA, Veterans Administration, Chalmers Wiley um, here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I met the brother and he told me that's what he did. So I've been wanting to do a show, another show about our mental health. Cause you know, um, we got a lot of crazy things going on in our world right now. And you know, right here in our city. So, uh, in the zone we're going to talk about it. <clears throat> we're going, um, we're going to talk, well, excuse me. We're going to talk about it right here in the barbersome. Um, y'all I just thought about something, but um share that with y'all in a little bit um ooh, topic today, sorry, y'all, I just had a moment i'll 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 share that with y'all and, and here in a second um men and our mental health the title of the show are we going crazy, or do we just need more outlets? y'all think about that. Brothers, are we crazy, or do we just need more outlets and maybe a hug? But, y'all, we're in the Barber Zone. We're going to, we're going to talk about this evening, so y'all just, just just listen up. We're here, right here in the Barber Zone. You can find us here every Wednesday, 10 p.m., BarberZoneRadio.com. The number is 657-383-0790. If you like to comment, if you like to let a show topic you want to you want to do. Feel free to email us at barbazoneradio at gmail.com. If you like to advertise on the show, we're, we're going to be adding some advertisement on there. Hit us up at barbazoneradio at gmail.com. Leave us your information. We'll get you the uh, the pricing out because we're, we're going to do a lot of more advertising. We, um, we network with a lot of individuals who have products and services that they they like to get out more. and We're going to Try to help them here in the parking zone, but y'all. Um. Wow. Before we get started, yeah, yeah, you I'm I'm kind of throwing right here for a second. Uh. Wow. Let me thought about that. Um. Y'all, okay. We going to do this. We, y'all know how we do before. When we get when we get on the show, before we get started, man. We gotta we gotta take our time and and. Like we do when you start your day off, give a little thanks, take your time to say a little prayer, so before we get this show, we're going to say father, thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity. thank you for your blessing that you bestow on us every day because father we do we go through a lot daily, and Father, if it wasn't for you, I don't know where we would be. So as we go on, we just say thank you. Thank you for peace. Thank you for calmness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love and touch. Thank you for healing our minds when we have things going on in our minds that we don't even know what we're thinking. Erase those negative thoughts, those negative ideas, those 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 negative things that we have going on in our life that we just sometimes think we can't handle. And when we get that way, Father, we just want to turn to you and just say, Father, help me. And we know when we do that wholeheartedly, you will step in and you will do a mighty work. So, Father, as we go on, we just want to give you all the honor and all the glory. And, Father, use this show as a positive vehicle, that it may touch and change somebody's life as they listen to this show. And as we go on, we just just know that you are our sustainer, and without you, we are nothing. So, Father, we give thanks, and we say amen. All right, y'all. We don't go into the show. We're talking about men's health. Men, are we crazy, or do we just need more outlets? Yeah, you're here in the Barber Zone with your man, Cheve's Moment. BarberZoneRadio.com. As a stylist or barber, you want to spend your time servicing clients, not trying to get more of them. Best do is take the hassle out of marketing your services. We make it easy to get your business in front of new clients. Your annual listing includes photos of your work, your own QR code, and links to other web pages. And you don't have to be tech savvy. We'll create and market your listing for you. So you can concentrate on what you do best. Visit bestdo dot com. zcom dot com. All right, y'all. You're in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez moment right here on Blog Talk Radio in the Barber Zone. All right, y'all. Um we're talking about mental health. We got the good brother uh the good brother Bernard on the line, so well uh we'll get to him in a second. But um you know, Um think about this. Brothers, when we and and me and Brother Bernard talked about this a little bit. Um but uh hold on, you know what? I'm I'm gonna get him on the line while we talk about this and then um you know we can go on it more. Let's see. Good brother Bernard. Do me a favor. Press 1. Let me know you want when you're ready to, to jump on the line, and I'll get you on here. Um, brothers, think about this. Women, they have a lot of outlets. If they have something go on in their life, if something happens, they have a death, a broken relationship, uh, lose a job, they, if they just have a stressful day, they have a lot of outlets, a lot of ways to get things off their mind, you know, and women, you know, one thing they'll do is they just start crying. That's what that, that's what the body is supposed to do when you get stressed. You cry and you cleanse yourself. Crying is cleansing. But, brothers, we've always been taught to be strong, men don't cry, you know, be tough, never let them see your weakness. So when we when we have situations, when we have hurt, when we have pain, when we have letdowns, what do we do? What outlets do we have? What stress relievers do we have? There are very few. Think about this. If you have a problem, brother, who do you go to? Who do you turn to in, in, in your time of hurt and your time of and your time of pain? You know, uh, you know, women—they have their mother they can go to, have their sisters, their girlfriends. You know, church groups—they have Oprah. They have book. You know, book. Groups and you know resources to help them relieve their pain and relieve their their stress, but brothers, what do we ask? You know the family structure is 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 broken now more than it has been in any other time in history, so a lot of brothers don't have a father figure they can turn to. You're not gonna go to your to, to, to your man. And, and talk to him about it, because then you're going to show your weakness. You know, there's no group we can go to. There's there, there there's no there's no men's you know no 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 men's group that we can go to and just talk about our pain. So where do we end up going? We end up going to a bar, or we could end up going to talking to brothers that are going through the same pain and are using substance substances to ease that pain or try, to, or, or, or try to make them forget about what's going on, which creates more problems. Or they end up at the shop and in our barber chairs where brothers finally get to relieve and, and be themselves and talk about what's going on in their life without feeling some type of way because society says that men can't cry, men can't be weak. So then we end up pissed up. We end up like like balloons. Keep pumping it up and pumping it up and pumping it up and, pumping it up and then pumping it up and then one day it just explodes. And it explodes. And a lot of times it's in a violent way. Violent towards the individuals that you love. Violent towards you know, individuals that have nothing to do with your That that has nothing to do with your situation. Uh, Man, and that's where we end up. We we had a a, a young man that used to live right next door to me, young Marcel McKerrick. He didn't know our state house long, y'all. He couldn't take it anymore. Whatever he was dealing with, he couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, it's crazy, brothers. If you got something on your mind, you need to talk. Talk to somebody. Don't hold it in. Yo, I just I just thought about something a little earlier when I had a moment. My grandfather committed, committed suicide. He shot himself in the head. Yes, I just had to. I, wow That's something You know We don't really talk about But That's a reality for my family I, I That just You know what I mean That happened So It's Y'all We gotta talk about this stuff man Good brother Bernard, I see you here. I see we got some other individuals on the line. Thank you for calling in. I see we got some, some area codes 267-404. We got another 614. Y'all, the number is 657 You're right here in the on with your man, Chavez Moment. I got the good brother Bernard Williams, you know, suicide prevention counselor for... Our, our our VA for our veterans. Welcome to the show, good brother. All
0: right, thank you.
1: Yes, yes. Um, before we get started, good brother. You know, I I I kind of gave the people idea what you did, who you are, but let them know who you are, what you do, and then what you do daily, and then kind of tap into our, our 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 topic. You know. Men's health. Are we crazy, or do we need more outlets? Is that something you do every day? That's why I wanted to get you on there. So, all right, who is joining this
0: brother? Okay, I'm Bernard Williams. I'm the suicide prevention coordinator at the VA, and I work. We work basically with veterans who have either thought about suicide or either made a suicide attempt, and they they wound up in the hospital. But prior to the VA, I worked in the in community mental health. So crisis intervention is something that, I, that I've worked in for the past 20 years, working with people that have gotten to the point where they, where they no longer see any hope. They no longer, you know, they, they've gotten in that black hole so deep that they don't think that there's a way out. No, brothers, we're not crazy, and we, we, what we have to do sometimes is use our outlets even more. You know, growing up, probably some of the, my best education was in the barbershop that that is a place where you know where men came together and had a chance to you know unload had a chance to talk about what was going on with them but what what's so important is that we you know that we use that the outlets that that we have, and I call those outlets gatekeepers, and gatekeepers are people that take an interest in us in other words, they could be pastors, they could be fraternity brothers they they could be your best friend, but that person that cares about the the entire you and you know they're they're out there. And you know it's important that that we that we learn to use them. Professional help is not a bad thing at all. You know, we sometimes we've all had to do that. You know, we go to the doctor for physical problems. Where sometimes you know, as as a culture, we're slow to to get professional help for things that are causing us distress. But professional help is definitely important as well.
1: Yes. Oh. and see, that's what. It, and one thing we know, good brother, as a whole. And I'm just going to be real. Black men, we don't go to the doctor, whatever doctor it is. But one we really won't go to is a counselor. Right. right? A mental health counselor, because then it seems like, you know, you're crazy. Something's wrong. You're not in control of your life, and we never want to feel like we are in control. So what is it... What's something that we can do when when we get to that point where we feel like we just can't take it anymore? What are some things that we could do, or you suggest that we should do, or you've even suggested to individuals that they do to help us with that 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 pain, that that feeling that we're having?
0: I would definitely say find that person that you can trust. There's always that one person that you can trust that will sit down and and listen to you and on the other end you know we as brothers need to be more receptive in other words when we ask someone how they're doing take time and listen for the answer but definitely find find that person that that we can trust that we that we can sit down and talk to and kind of be open with and say look this is what's going on with me this is what what i'm dealing with you know i i grew up in the you know in the 60s so I basically grew up during that big boys don't cry era. You know, you got to a certain age <laughs> yeah. and you, you, you fell down and got hurt. Well, the first thing they said was stop crying like it was a little girl. So, therefore, we learned early not to cry, not to reach out for help. But it's so important just, just to find that, that one person, even if it's one person, whether it's a brother or a cousin or somebody that you're particularly close to, that has, a, has an interest in you that, that you can trust and they can talk to. Hey,
1: that's a good one. Hey, that makes me think about something that um, my mom told my dad about me and my brother uh, uh, one time. We um, I forgot exact. I forget exactly what the instance was, and but we fell down and and hurt ourselves, mm-hmm. and we start we started crying, and um, was that it? You know, I, I think that was it Yeah, We fell out and, 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 and hurt ourselves And we started crying And my dad said Shut up computers. kids Don't be crying mm-hmm. And my mom said something And I'll never forget it She said you know what They gonna cry If they hurt They gonna cry I'm not gonna have no pissed- up emotional boys That end up starting to do something crazy well, your mom had the right idea. So, her thing was so, what we always learned was if it hurt, now, 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 if you fall down and tear your knee up and, it, and, and, and it's bleeding and things, yeah, you're going to have pain. You're going to cry for that. Right. But if you just still not get told and you whine crying, that's a totally different situation. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if you hurt, if you're emotional, because anybody that knows me and has seen me when, I, I, when I've gotten mad I've, and it's ripped far and a few between, first thing I'm going to do before I go off is I'm going to start crying. That's the very first thing, and if that's, that's a way of processing what's about to go on. And if I can't get through it by the crying process, It's long gone, and I'm a tourist, so it's kind of crazy. But that's an emotion, y'all, brothers. We have to learn how to cry. Even if you take that little moment in your own little quiet corner, get that out of you. Quit being so tough that you can't show an emotion. Quit being so tough that you can't hug somebody. No, it is not, and I'm just going to say it, no, it's not gay, homosexual, being a fag, being a queer, being all that, to hug another man. Not at all. No, that is a emotion. Everybody needs to feel wanted and that somebody cares, and a nice hug, somebody who cares about you is the greatest feeling in the world. If you don't know it, try it. Absolutely. So, you're in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez. Moment right here on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradiocom Radio, or you can find us at www.barberzoneradio.com. The number is six five seven three eight three zero seven nine zero. Email addresses. BarbazoneRadio at Gmail dot com. Alright, y'all. Um, I gotta take a little time. I don't have a commercial yet, but this is the own commercial right here. Y'all, it's coming out soon. I'm owning my own name. Moment for men grooming products. You're gonna see it. It's gonna say Moment for Men. Mo Ice and Man for Men Grooming Products. We got shampoo, conditioner. All seen. We got a beard treatment, brothers. We, we ain't forget about y'all. And we've got a pomade to keep your head right. Y'all heard it before. Keep your head right. Come get your head right. So now we're going to have products for you to come get your head right. So you can come, get in the on with us on Wednesdays at 10 p.m., get your head right that way. Then you come in the barbershop, get that fresh cut, and you get the moment for me and products. And hang your head all the way right. It's full circle for you. But, y'all, check us out. We'll be out um beginning of June. You'll definitely hear from us. So, uh, check us out. Barbazonradio.com. It's going to be momentformen.com and barbazon.org. You know how to find us on Just Google us. So, y'all. Sure. But we want to thank good brother Bernard for coming on and sharing a little bit with us, y'all. We're not done, but we got a few people on the line. I don't know if you have a good question for the brother or you just want to add a comment to the show. It's men and our mental health. Are we crazy or do we just need more outlets? Because, y'all, one thing I do, I play golf. I come here and I play golf. Those are, those are therapy for me. I get, to, I get to interact with people in the barbershop all day, and it's a give and take. Clients, y'all don't know how much the give and take, the conversations that we have with you guys help us daily because we go through a lot of stuff. And if you're a good barber, if you're a professional barber, you don't bring your personal stuff to the barbershop. So, y'all, we hold in a lot of stuff too. And these conversations we have with y'all, y'all don't know, they are therapy for us. So, um, good brother. Good brother Bernard yeah um, what what why why do you think brothers are, are 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 so picked up emotionally why why do you think we end up lashing out like and and doing things like you know the young brother uh Marchand and even the individual um You know, uh, condolences to the officer that passed away. I don't want to say his name wrong, but the one that was just uh, killed this weekend by the uh, individual who who had mental issues. He had mental issues. And this was an officer who also shot a brother, well, was part of the officer who shot a brother that had mental issues so what what are some of, what are some of the reasons that brothers are are are, are like that right now? If you could help us out a little bit,
0: you know for you know for, for men anger is anger is a safe emotion to express. You know we can be you know we can be hurt, we can be sad, but anger and irritability are the other of the safe emotions that, that we've learned to express. I'm glad that you've got to the you know you've got to the point where you where you will cry now. That that's something that we're place where we all need to get. But usually, when you know, usually when there's some type of an emotion that's going on, we'll let the anger come out, and that that can you know that that will sometimes mask hurt. That can mask fear. It can mask a lot of things. But many times people will lash out, especially men, because that that's a safe emotion for us.
1: Now, so is that from? Now, is that from like upbringing or you know examples that we we've seen growing up? What makes us like that? Because naturally, that's not natural for us to do that. So what 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 does it? Is it is it economics? Is it social? Is it in the home? What what contributes to that? What has a great you know contribution to that? It's a
0: you know it's a combination of of a group of things. It's you know it's our upbringing. You know we're we're taught to toughen up. Um, you know our, our friends. You know sometimes uh, you know growing up didn't always appreciate you know that that quote unquote softer emotion. So they you know we were taught we were groomed. I would say at young ages to to kind of toughen up and just take it. You know so therefore you know when something happens when we're hurt when we're upset that anger will come out because that 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 was the emotion that was acceptable that that is acceptable for us. So it's a
1: combination now, of go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, good brother. Hello, you sit, sit there?
0: Somebody ask, have a question?
1: Oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. That was me.
0: Oh, no, no, I was just saying that, you know, many times it's a combination of our upbringing or, you know, how we were groomed by a friend, you know, because a lot of things feed into how, you know, how we think and how we act. So it's just a combination of a lot of things as, as to why, you know, we, we can express that emotion
1: safely. Okay. Hold on. Hold on one second. My earpiece is messing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, you guys. But yeah, um. I, I see that a lot in the in the barber shop where, um, you know, young men are, are, are told you know not to cry or even even if they if, even if they get nicked by you know by by a barber's clippers or whatever it may be, you better not cry. You better not cry. That don't hurt. That don't hurt. Yes, it does. Yeah. Especially sure. when it turns red and it and it almost starts bleeding. Yes, that really hurts. So and then, you know, barbers go ahead and hit him with the alcohol or, you know, the chirac or hit him with the fire or whatever they want to call it and, and, and the kid almost jumps out the chair, but he just don't cry. So yeah, we have to we have to be we have to teach our boys that we all have a full range of emotions and we need to tap into all of those. Right. Because as an adult, it, it, it's going to make us into a better person. Because once you once you get in the relationships and, and 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 things like that, lashing out like that isn't a good thing. And then you end up in in situations that you can't get yourself out of because you right. don't know how how to you, you were you were never taught how to handle your emotions. Okay, now good brother, we talked about brother people not having outlets and and, and places to go. Do you have like maybe like a list of places where, or some numbers that maybe a listener on here is is having some problems down that they can call or a website they can go to or agency that they can go to if they're having these types of emotions?
0: Right. There is a hotline number, and it's anonymous. You know, I told, and I've, absolutely recommend this. You know, the anonymous hotline is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's 1 800 273 8255. Say that again for one more time. That's 1 800 273 8255.
1: Yeah the hotline, if you if you just need somebody to listen, if you feel like you're losing it or you just need to talk, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. 273 8255 There's no reason for anybody to say that, I didn't have anybody to listen to me. I didn't have anybody to talk to, and y'all if you all know anybody, text them this number um good brother are there are there any like are there any agencies, especially like here in the Columbus area, are there any agencies where people who have mental issues can go formal absolutely
0: you know if you don't have paper if you're not working, you don't have private insurance and you have Medicaid, Care Source, those those agencies, any of the mental health centers in the Columbus area. That would be uh, North Central Mental Health Center, Columbus Area Mental Health Center, Concord Counseling, and North Area Community Mental Health Center. All of those, you know, will take people. Will take insurance it's like with Care Source, Medicaid, so that, that type of insurance. Other types of you know agencies where you can go to on the back of your insurance card. You know, we'll have the mental health number. You can specify whether you prefer to have, a, you know, an African-American therapist, a male therapist. You, you can specify that when, when you call that number on the back of your insurance card.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Hey, y'all, yeah, he just taught me something. I didn't know there. But, y'all, <laughs> utilize, <laughs> you know how you get your card? You look at the number. Yeah, okay. You look, okay. I, but when I need it, I look at it. Okay. So, but, y'all. Utilize this stuff. Brothers, one, we have to be more cordial to each other. That's, that's where it starts. We got to get like these women. You know, women have women night out painting, you know, the, 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 the canvas and, and wine or the, the canvas and sit whatever. Where they go paint and drink wine and laugh and talk about stuff. Brothers, we need to do more of that. That's true. It's not. One it's, the, it's, it's, it's. Go ahead, bro.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say one of the things I wanted to bring up that, you know, 23, about 2,300 African Americans die by suicide every year. Well, Chavez, 1,900 of those are men. Only 400 African American females die by suicide every year out of the
1: 2,300. What? Out of 2,300, only 400 are women?
0: Only 400 are African American females out of the 2,300 African Americans that have died by suicide. 1,900 of those are men. So it's 80, you know. African American men are four four times more likely to die by suicide than African American females.
1: Oh wow, I didn't I didn't know the numbers was like that. Wow. Brothers, and and see, you know when when I made that statement and we talked a little bit and I said, "Men, we don't have outlets and you know, men are in trouble." This right here says it. No, did y'all hear that? Twenty three hundred African Americans die by suicide every year. And four hundred only four hundred. I mean that's still a lot. But nineteen hundred compared to four hundred brothers, we need we need to share some stuff. I know we got pressures of life and everything on our shoulders, but we got to do better. We got to take care of ourselves. And and, and I, I say it a lot. The only time a man truly gets to relax and enjoy himself is when he's in the barber chair. That's true. For that fifteen, thirty minutes, hour, depending on what service you're getting. Any other time, the pressure of the world is on you. From the time you wake up and your feet hit the ground, the wife, the kids, the job, bills, responsibilities, everything is on you. You're the head of the household, you're the rock, you're the solid. Everything falls on you, yet you have the pressure of the world on you, brother. And you have to deal with society's pressures, society's little quirks and things. And then you still have to try to get some time in for yourself. So the only time a man gets to really sit there and enjoy himself and relax is when he's in the barber chair. Amongst other men amongst the boys' club, where he's not judged. We can just say what he wants and do what he wants and giggle about it. We need more of that, guys. We need more time, to some more camaraderie, some more men time. We got to start taking that back. Because for us to be dying four to one, when it comes to suicide in the African American community, that's crazy. And for us to do that, what happens is when when a man takes himself out the picture in a family, that means the other man that was following him, that he was supposed to teach, that he was supposed to hand traditions down to that cycle of life right there is broken. So now you have other men that are below him in that hierarchy of the family. Now they have to take on a position that they're really not ready to take on. And they also have to deal with thinking about the individual before them that took their own life and why they took their life. And is that going to affect them in the same manner, and still go on day-to-day to to handle your family life, your job, and your social responsibilities, Brothers, that's a lot. Yes, it is. And then we end up in the point where we have to go see Brother Bernard right here. Yeah, we have to do something to where... This brother don't have a job anymore. He got degrees and skills and, and letters behind his name and all that stuff, so he don't need this position. Y'all, we need to we need to do better. one thing I, I, I said to the brother is, he works at Veterans Administration. Y'all, the way our veterans are treated is horrible. horrible when they come back home. Now, I never served in the Army. I was in the Boy Scouts. I'm an Eagle Scout. I was in ROTC. I got out right before the war. So thank you and big ups to everybody that served in the war that fights for our country so we can have these freedoms. Thank you. But we take individuals who are 17, 18 years old, who never, ever really had a fight in their life. They've never even really had a fist fight. They've only had fights on TV, I mean, on video games when they're playing Call of Duty and stuff like that, but they've really never had a fist fight. You take these individuals and you train them to be soldiers and killers for four years, six years, eight years, 20 years, and then you release them into society without a real de- debriefing, without training on how to get back into society and, and and deal with that PTSD and and how to erase and how to cope with everything you've seen on the battlefield. And now you're supposed to. And now you get dropped back into civilian life. Just like you got dropped off in another country when you were trying to be a warrior, so you're supposed to turn that off and come back and live amongst us as civilians who we live this type of life every day, and then when you're not able to adjust, you get put on drugs or you get put on a year's waiting list to see an individual like the good brother Bernard. But in the meantime, you don't know how to cope with this stuff. It's wrong. We need to take care of these individuals. Primary care, mental health care off the top. How do I know these stories? Because they end up telling me in the barber chair. I end up getting the brother crying in the barber chair. Six five two eighty, 280. Big brother. But he's crying in the barber chair because he can't deal with what's going on in his head for what he's seen over there. Because nobody will help him. Y'all, we got to put this brother Bernard out of work. What's I thinking? What's the important,
0: brother. what I usually say? Right. Yeah. What's important is that you know when you come out, when you definitely you come out of the military, whether you sense anything wrong or not, get in contact with your local VA immediately. Get get checked out. You know those are those are things that are always important. Get checked out early.
1: But but okay. So how does that work when? Um, I know we heard it in the news here in Columbus where they were doing individuals' paperwork, writing all that stuff, and they were in long lines. So how does it work? What is, like, the turnaround process for somebody that's coming back if they need this type of counseling?
0: Okay. What what the VA has set up is, or, you know, they have, they have a special clinic for veterans that are just returning. And it's the Operation Enduring Freedom, Operation Iraqi Freedom, an operation new dollar. It's it's um for veterans just returning, and they can actually they have their own primary care. They can you know get reassessed, process really quickly, and get into treatment. What they'll do is they'll go through a series of screenings, you know, to see whether they have PTSD, depression, whatever. And then you know if if it's you know if it's recommended that they get you know treatment for this, it'll it'll come up on the screening. So they they'll, they'll, they can if they link up with the VA really quickly. They you know they can get you know get get the screening done early in the process, but you know as as, from, as from a lot of us you know we wait till a lot of men we wait till it's too late till you know a crisis has come up and then we'll go in. But I think it's real important as soon as you get out of the military to to link up with the VA as soon as possible.
1: Okay, because yeah, uh, a lot of times, because I'm you know I'm ignorant to it because I I wasn't in the service so I don't know how the process works so I'm ignorant to it. I just hear it from you know individuals that's in the chair, and seems like you know the PTSD or whatever, uh, whatever mental disorders are going on, is it is it evident when you first get back? It's not evident until you come back and you get into a relationship with a sister, and you know y'all have a disagreement, and. You know, you don't put your hands on it, but you can't deal with relationships properly. And then you can't deal with relationships on your job properly. You, you keep losing your job because, right. you know, you, you, and those type of things, it, it takes up to a year for those to be a parent, for somebody to see that in you or for you to see it into yourself. Now, seems like once that happens, it, 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 it takes too long for them to get help. You know, you say get the help right when you come back, but after you go gone, like a year or so, how does the process go? Does it does it go the same way or how does it go? Yeah. I I just don't Yes, if they if they you know, if
0: they're even if it's a year and they come into the VA and you know they're saying this is what's going on, you know, they they can they'll definitely, you know, they'll get treatment, they'll you know, get treatment right away. So it's real important that you know if you notice any symptoms to to go get help. Some but I always say get help before, you know, anything arises, but definitely, you know, if you're starting to notice the symptoms, you know, go ahead into the VA, especially within that first five years of returning.
1: You know, going to the VA and, you know, get linked, get linked up. Okay. Now get um now what are some of the symptoms? You said symptoms. What are some of the the you know there's always subtle symptoms that we don't pay attention to. What are some symptoms that somebody should be looking for
0: okay some they may have you know may have dreams dreams of of their combat experience which which is normal, but patients you may be triggered by loud noises loud noises may remind you of something that that occurred when you were you know when you're over when you're overseas. so looking at that, you may have you know flashbacks of you know of events that occurred while you were overseas. Those type of things.
1: Okay, and uh okay, yeah, because I, from the brothers that you know I have run into, it's the irritability, it's the the processing of situations. You know, I, I know a couple of the brothers that it's, it's like everybody's against them. They're always uh-huh. on edge, and, and 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 it's and it's hard for them to relax. What are, yeah, because you, what are some what
0: go ahead. yeah, you were gonna say because you know for for however many how long you were on in tour like in Iraq or in Afghanistan, you were taught to be on high alert so so it's kind of difficult to come off of that, you know, so I, I kind of normalize situation for people by letting them know that you know it's difficult to, to immediately to come down from that, and so um. I don't you know, some kind of let them this some of these things are normal that's, that's going on. But when this is happening, definitely um, you know, get linked up for treatment. We also have PTSD groups at the VA, so there's other veterans that are going through this
1: as well. Okay, okay. Well yeah, that's that it's just amazing to me. Um I mean I guess I've been blessed, you know, blessed with, you know, the parents that I had and you know the upbringing that I had, and being able to uh, process things freely and openly. You know, if like I said, if and they knew, they knew when I was about to blow my top, or was about to cry, and then it was my parents would 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 comfort us and 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 find ways for us to express that anger in a different way. It wasn't just, sit down, shut up, stop crying. Quit acting like a little girl. Talk. You know, it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. It was where, you know, they would talk to us and find out what's wrong with us. Why are you acting that right. way? What's wrong? They would, mm-hmm. And that was something they would make us do. They would make us express what was wrong with us. Why are you at that point where you're about to cry and you're about to go off? Right there, that's what we have to do. And y'all out Y'all out there who, who are listening or, you know, letting somebody listen to this show, it starts with our kids. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we have to stop taking our adult anger, our adult situations out on our children because that way our children end up with that pent-up emotion. And what they do is they start wilding out and they start lashing out in school. They start laughing out with their behavior, That's true. You know, with, 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 with the way they act, with the way they dress. Y'all, how do I know? Because I see your kids when you leave them at the barbershop and I get to talk to them. Mm-hmm. I get to see how they act when you're not around. Totally different kids, But as soon as you walk in the door, they tempt up. Because you yell at them, you scream at them, and I see it. We see it, and, and and here's a lot of and here's some things that we've done in the barbershop. We said something to parents, or I've said something to parents in a very you know tactful way, and, and, and they like, huh? Like a brother one time, he was screaming how you know his son. He thought his son did something that he didn't do, and he was just giving it to him. That's why you ain't shit. He little raggy, little, and he was just giving us. I said, "Bro, stop talking to your son like that." One, he didn't do it, and two, with you talking to him like that, that's the reason you thought he was talking to that other kid like that. No, that wasn't your son. That was another kid. But your kid probably talks to other kids like that because that's the way you talk to him. And when he mm-hmm. has a conflict with someone, that's what that's what he knows how to resolve a conflict is to argue first and cut somebody out. Oh man, I didn't know I was doing that. Now when I said it to the brother like that, it made him stop and think. Like, oh wow, oh my bad, Dad. I didn't know that. No, not my bad to me. My bad to your kid. Right. Y'all, we we have to stop doing this to our children. And I know it's hard because your parents did it to you. Grandpa did it to grandma. Grandpa mm-hmm. came back from the war, and the grandpa came back from the war and he didn't know how to act. So grandpa did it to grandma. Grandma did it to mama. Mama did it to you. Mama did it to daddy. That's why daddy's not there to help you, to show you how to be a man, because mama did it to daddy, and daddy laughs. Y'all see how that happens, though? But it's mental health in our community, specifically the African-American community. Y'all, we have to love one another, y'all. We got to do better with this. So we can put this brother Bernard out of work. We can send him on to another agency.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> but you know. Oh. Yo, know, we're in the barber zone. Right here with your man Chavan's moment. We're almost to the end of the show. Um numbers six five seven three eight three zero seven nine zero. We're here with the brother Bernard Williams from um the VA Administration Suicide Prevention Coordinator. Um, See, we just had a couple people jump on the line. If you want to tap into this topic, we're talking about men and our mental health. Are we crazy or do we just need more outlets? Y'all, we got the brother on here. We've been on here talking about it. Do we just need more outlets? What do y'all feel? We got a few more minutes on the show. Y'all know we can go on overtime a little bit. Y'all. Let us know how you feel about this topic. All you got to do is press 1, press 1, let me know that you want to tap into this topic and we'll get you on. If you're just out here listening to the show and you just want to talk, you just want to get something off your chest, if you just want to vent, you can do it right here, 657 383 Or, if you're not on this show or if, if, if you just want somebody to talk to you a little later, there's a toll-free line for you, 1-800-273-8255. It's there 24 hours a day. Yo, we we losing too many brothers and sisters to our own hands. We move a lot in the streets, too, you know, black-on-black black crime, gun violence, you know, selfless, loss of life. Y'all, but especially when you do it to yourself, that's the one thing God really hates. He gave you the life. Don't you take the life. Y'all, we gotta do better. We we gotta do better about ourselves, and the first thing we gotta do is love ourselves. Absolutely. I know a lot of times, you know, people don't give you the praise, people down you. But y'all, that's your reality is not their reality. Look in the mirror, put a smile on your face and know that you are God's child and God loves you and you have a purpose in this world. There's only one you. There's no, uh, there, there's no other you. So you're beautiful inside and out. You might not be made. You might not be shaped like everybody else. Your hair might not be flowing like everybody else. Your smile might not even be, might be a little crooked, might not be perfect like everybody else. But that's you. You got to be happy in you. You can't make anybody else happy unless you make yourself happy first. Think about that. Look in the mirror and smile at yourself. If you can't smile at yourself, how you expect anybody else to smile at you? Get your positive energy up. What can where you'll say, tap into your star player?
0: Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> tap into that tap into that person that you know you're supposed to be. Who cares if they if they don't like the way you do it? It's your way. It's not. It's not how you get to the finish. It, 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 it's not how long it takes you to get to the finish line. It's the fact that you get there. Absolutely. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on your family. It might be hard. They might not like the things that you've done. But they'll get over it, you know when, as soon as you get over it. the biggest part the biggest pity part that we have is for ourselves, but we expect others to pick us up. you know we gotta pick ourselves up, we gotta build up our own positive images, you know. People say, ah, you can see that you this, that, nothing. No, I love myself. I don't want to hurt myself. (laughs) Your brother, before we get over here, give us a a good word. Give the people something positive and and let them know. Uh, Give them the numbers again, if you would. Give them the agencies like here in Columbus that they can go to give, give the people uh, uh, some positivity before we get off the show.
0: Absolutely. I, I have to ride on what you said. You know, we need to
1: definitely learn to feel good about
0: ourselves, and that that's a process. But I want to give you the numbers again to get the crisis line. That's 1-800-273-8255. And, you know, some of the agencies that are in the Columbus area or, you know, Columbus Area Mental Health Center – your Central Mental Health Center, count, Concord Counseling. If you're a veteran, definitely, you know, the charm Free Wiley VA.
1: All right. Y'all, brothers, are we crazy or do we just need more outlets and a hug?
0: Y'all,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a lot of times, yeah, you just need a hug. That's what it is, Parents, hug your kids. Dads, hug your boys. Absolutely. Let them know that you love them. It's nothing wrong with another man hugging another man. The strength in a strong hug. Let your let your sons know they're worth something. Let your daughters know they're worth something. The best love is a daddy loving his daughter. Yeah, y'all, yeah. yeah. let's love each other a little bit more. Yeah, until next week. Um, we got some good shows, y'all, coming up here in the next couple weeks. Uh, we got sickle cell awareness, uh, colorectal cancer, and diabetes. In the next four, in the next three weeks, we'll be touching each one of those subjects. This is like our this is like the in the barber zone healthy series. We talk about a lot of stuff going on in the barbershop or whatever, different, you know, professional things and tools about barbershops, but we need to talk about some real stuff that we don't talk about. Some healthy stuff. Mental health. Inside our bodies that we deal with every day. Men, we're going to have to deal with that colon and prostate thing, so we might as well talk about it. Black folks, we got a problem with that diabetes, that sugar, and we have a lot of individuals who suffer with, you know, sickle cell. So we're going to talk about that and raise a little bit of awareness here, right here in the barber zone. Thank you for spending the time with us. You're here in the Barber's with your man, Chavez Moment. The number is 657-383-0790. We want to thank you again, dear brother Bernard. I thank you for taking the time. You know, I know you might be up a little bit late, but I appreciate you. Um, hey, thank you for having show. me. Yes, yes, anytime. We'll get you back on uh, with some more stuff, too. Um, Okay. You know, share this show with somebody. There's some information on here that people, that people need. Share it. Hit us up, org. barbazon at gmail.com. Hit us up. We love y'all guys. Thank you for coming into the Zone. And until next week, come get your head right. Thank you, good <laughs> brother B. All right. That's good.